Hey everybody, it's Joseph, aka Rockstar Joe, and welcome back to a Blur's Intermission podcast. As always, I hope, you know, with all the craziness that's going on in this world, I hope you and your family and friends were able to stay safe and be safe and, you know, be productive in the time since the last episode. Uh, For today's, man, for today's episode, um, today's episode is titled Another One. And the reason why it's titled that is due to another mass shooting taking place in America. But, you know, we'll dive into that for the main show. Um, Before we get there, though, you know, follow with the main show. We have our usual blur talk. Keep in mind, things have been revamped. So within a blur talk, we talk about music, you know, big and little screen, a.k.a. TV shows and movies, along with literature. And then, you know, that's followed by the gamers huddle where we discuss games Followed by that, we'll go into our scrolls and marathon winners. Well, our scrolls and marathon winners of the week. And then I'll close with a blessing as we depart for this episode. So, um, you know, for those I'm quite sure any and everyone is aware, uh, this past Tuesday, we were all hit with the shocking news. I remember just, I think I was just getting back into the house. Oh, I was doing something. I was doing something. And I, I just got back in. I was laying down on my bed. And I remember just... And this story sounds so familiar. But yeah, I was on my bed doing something. And something said I'd get on Twitter. And I think I was about to post or look at something. But then I came across the article. And at first, like, it didn't have much buzz. Because I'm just like, huh? Like, if this is a mass shooting, why doesn't it have that buzz? But when I initially saw it, I was like, a shooting happened in... In, in Texas and kids were kids. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, this is a joke. Like, this is no fucking way this is real. Like, this is not America. We don't, you know, we don't kill kids, even though we do. But, you know, when it comes to mass shootings, I don't usually see a toddler as a victim, you know? And I was in disbelief because after a while, that shit really did seep in. And I was like, whoa. I was like, this is real. This is real. Like, there are kids that are, that were, that were killed. And, you know, to go further into the details, so this past Tuesday, a gunman walked into a fucking elementary school and killed 19 kids and two teachers. Keep in mind, 17 other people were wounded. I can't make this up, and it breaks my heart looking at the articles and the the just I love you post that's being posted to the social media for these kids, especially coming from the parents. It just is heart it's heartbreaking. But I just have so many questions and so many things that dive into within this main topic. Like just just so many things. Like already, man, how in the hell can a gunman just walk into a school easily? Like <laughs> being where I'm from, you know, being from DC, most of the time when you want to walk into a building, they gotta buzz you in. And you know, while I've never, you know, been in that area in Texas, I have had some conversations with people who is familiar with the area. And people tell me like that area is a it's a small community where, you know, everybody knows everybody. And they, you know, said maybe that, you know, the gunman, the suspect 
may have been going through some trauma that many people may have not been aware of. And it's like, I hear that and I understand that, but that doesn't, you know, make it any better for his acts. You know, like if you're suffering, you're going through some shit, take that out on yourself. Don't take that out on some innocent kids. Like looking at the, 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 the ages of these victims, you got 10, so many of these kids are 10 years old, nine years old, and a few of them were eight. And it's just, once again, it's still heartbreaking because it's just a fucking mass shooting in a fucking school. Like, when I think about mass shootings on school campuses, I think about Virginia Tech and how gruesome that was. I think about Columbine and just how horrific that was. It's just, I think about all these situations where, once again, little kids are not the victim. And I think that's why it hurt me and it hit home. Because it's just like, once again, these are little babies, toddlers, not even at the age of 13 yet, not even a teenager. These are babies and they were killed in their fucking classroom. This is a quote that I picked up from NPR when they were interviewing and getting stories from the victim's parents. So, and I quote, so the gunman went in and he told the children, you're going to die. And she had her phone and called 911. Instead of grabbing her and breaking it or taking it from her, the suspect shot her. She was sitting right next to her best friend, and her best friend was covered in her blood. Once again, people, like, shouts out to NPR for the, the resource, but just just try to visualize that shit, man. Like, you're in your classroom. It's just another day, another Tuesday. You're with your homies. You're thinking, you know, recess is about to come about. You know, life is just going to continue to be as it is. And once again, someone comes in and disrupt that peace. And this girl was being a fucking hero calling 911. And instead of the gunman, you know, doing a movie situation where it's, I'll take your phone and break it and stump on it. This fucking guy shot her. And it's like, come on, man. Like, what? What in the right mind? Like, I, I still just wonder, like, why? Just why? And looking at the, the reports of how this event even took place, the guy initially, even before he came to the school, he ended up shooting his grandmother. And, and based off the last update that I've seen, the grandmother is still alive. But he shot his grandmother, took her truck, speeding, crashed that shit, went into the fucking school, <laughs> barricaded himself, told these kids they're, they're going to die, and just started letting off bullets. And it's like, once again... How, yo? Just how? Just how, man? But, you know, pushing ahead and pushing further. You know, looking looking at the, the news conferences and the press release and all these things for, these, for this shooting. I found it to be very interesting how a police department can give out inconsistency. Or a police department can provide inconsistencies with a statement about the event. Because there's the timeline is all wrong, and I'm trying to be patient when I report this, but we'll just push through it. But it's just like, first of all, police. And I don't know how many other situations where, you know, you wait and you try to negotiate. But if a man is in a fucking classroom at elementary school killing innocent kids, I'm sorry. There's no reason for us to sit here and be like, well, we need to strategize and get him. to t-. No, send in the cavalry. Go into that fucking classroom and kill that man before he can t- or before he can take out more people. When I was looking at the, the article, it's like this man sat in that classroom 
was firing, killing people. But yet, the police waited, waited and waited and waited to send in a tactical tactical team. But it's just like, once again, people, like... (laughs) Mass shootings happen a little too frequently in this this uh, country. But even with that being said, you would think police presence and a police response time wouldn't be a glitch. Like you show up, you get familiar with the situation and then you go and execute your plan. But I just find it just very fucked up seeing the videos of parents questioning these cops and being like, yo, why the fuck are you not going in there for the cops to be detaining parents that are that's wanting to get to their child for their safety like come on bro like that whole situation just became a, a, a massive shit show it was already tragic thinking about the kids and the adults that lost that lost their lives but it's just so many other things that go into this situation just, just that just it's just it just frustrates me you know like i said man pushing ahead Another heartbreaking piece to the story is the fact that one of the adults that were killed was a teacher, you know, trying to protect her students. She was killed. And keep in mind, this this teacher was married and had children, I believe, two daughters and two two sons, if I'm not mistaken. But it broke my heart to read an article where, you know, two days after the tragedy, her husband passed away due to a freaking heart attack. And for me, it's just it's just like, wow. It's been a long time since I've gotten proof of, you know, uh, what what uh, a broken heart can do to a person. But losing your significant other's life and then having to push on and continue without that other person being there. I can only imagine that that shit really did take a toll on him and that led him to have a, a heart attack. And eventually, you know, that's what killed him. And it's just it's just sad because, you know, what? Are there other stories like that that's going to come about? Because I can only imagine as a fucking parent getting that call or seeing that news and being told that your child is no longer here. Like for me, like I said, as a as a parent myself, (laughs) my heart dropped, man. Like my stomach just was twisted and turning. And I didn't call my daughter immediately because I just had to process it before I could, you know, have a conversation with her. And eventually, you know, after some time, I did have a conversation with my daughter and tell her about the situation. And I asked her, I was like, are you familiar with anything that recently happened? She's like, no. And, you know, I told her about the situation. Oh, yeah, excuse me. Yikes. I told my daughter about the situation and I, you know, had that conversation with her just to, you know, be vigilant, be aware of your surroundings and just, you know, I don't know, just be a good person to other people because you never know what they go through and you never know what people plans are, especially nowadays, man. An 18 year old person could. Yeah. Nah, so yeah, that's that, man. What else is there to say about this topic? I'm looking at my notes, <laughs> sheesh. Um, I think that's pretty much it, man. Yeah, that's pretty much it as far as my notes go. I think if I'm going off the top of the dome, I just find it to be crazy back to back weeks where or every other week mass shootings are still a, uh, still a thing. But I just find it very crazy how, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, we dealt with the supermarket mass shooting and how this fucking white guy with all the body armor in the world with fucking army guns goes to a, mar- a supermarket and just kills innocent people. But meanwhile, instead of, you know, the cops rushing in and killing him, they brought this man out alive 
Meanwhile, this shit takes place in Texas. This suspect is killed. I, don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it with the response of police nowadays. I'm not one of those people to scream, defund the police. Like, no, we, we need police, especially when fucked up situations like this happen. But I just don't be understanding. Like, where does our tax dollars go? Why is the response time off? Why do they handle a situation like that that way instead of, you know, another way? Like America, once again, man, America is just another disappointment. Another slap in the fucking face. Like, I just I just truly wonder, man. And I hate to say this out loud, but, you know, working at a university, especially HBCU, to all my people out there, to my black and brown folks, please, please get y'all campus, you know, police, super officials, whoever, like, increase your presence of police. Because I just feel like the times that we're heading in, if a gunman can kill innocent kids and if people can't go to a supermarket and just be innocent and free. What makes you think that these other shooters won't go to a college campus, a daycare, a rec center? Like, I'm not saying we got to have police every fucking where nonstop 24 seven. But I would like to see more of a police presence, especially where situate, especially where places are like populated college campuses, schools, metro. God forbid. I hope we never have to see a situation like that. But we just got (laughs) to we got to be prepared for situations like this, man. It just sucks. My heart goes out to the victims and the families. I know anything I say can't really make a difference in your world. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, all I can do is just, you know, pray and send my love and let that be sent in a prayer. Because I don't know, man. Once again, like I said, this shit is just it's heartbroken and it's just shocking. And I don't want to, you know, hear the people. Oh, you know. America, <laughs> we got to get tougher gun laws and all that shit. Like, man, I've been saying the same shit for years, bro. Mass shooting's been happening, and y'all, y'all ain't changed y'all minds. Like, y'all still want to be greedy and get y'all motherfucking pockets filled. Teach his own, man. Just, it is what it is, yo. And for that, man, I don't want to feel any sadder than what I currently am. So we're just going to end the main show on that. Uh, for the blur talk, man, let's go ahead and dive into music. For music, um, a couple weeks back, or probably just last week, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, actually a couple weeks back. It's been like two weeks. So, yeah, two weeks ago, Kendrick Lamar dropped his fifth album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. If you have yet to listen to that album, here's a snippet. Mr. Duckworth. All of these holes make it difficult. Soon as that A. CC. Wait a minute. Ben Aki. Ben Aki. C'est la vie. C'est la vie. I tell the whole truth from A to Z. Aye. Show me you real. Show me that you bleed. Aye. Hello, crackers. I seen niggas arguing about who's blacker. Even blacked out screens and called it solidarity. Better guess I'm not mature as I think. Got some healing to do. Egotistic, zero giving fucks, and a be specific. Need assistance with the way I was brought up. What's the difference when your heart is made of stone? And 
your mind is made of gold and your tongue is made of sword but it may weaken your soul my niggas ain't got no daddy grow up overcompensating learn shit about being a man in disguise it as being gangster i love my father for telling me to take off the gloves because everything he didn't want was everything i was all right folks that was kendrick lamar with mr morale and the big steppers i love that album um honestly i know it's still a little early but i've listened to that album in its entirety at least 15 times so i'm pretty confident when i say this to me this is kendrick's most significant album i'm not one of the people to say this is his best album because to me all of his albums are just are just great you know they're they're s tier and i don't feel the need to rank them in any way or shape or form but this album, man, this album just has so many uh, references and speaks to so many things. Like, like I love the fact that, you know, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, to me, there's so many ways to interpret interpret this art. Like, one being that, you know, Kendrick is a Gemini, and I feel like, you know, this album is two albums in one, but it's like two different sessions or two different personalities just you know, fighting to just get their their peace and their sanity in this world. There's like this conversation throughout his well, throughout therapy or about therapy. But then there's like this play, the cinematic feel to it. Like there's just once again, there's so many things that that album touches on. Like, you know, for me, fatherhood, you know, <laughs> those fucked up, you know, situations that you had with your father growing up, a.k.a. father time or, you know, you know, I played it at the beginning of this episode, but United in Grief and how, you know, some of us grieve different, you know, for Kendrick to go for, you know, five year absence, hiatus from music and basically from the public eye to, you know, sit here and consume all that has happened and to not, you know, boast it on a, you know, worldwide, a worldwide international stage and to just, you know, pin all that up and put that into the the art that he he's you know passionate about once again man it's just it's phenomenal phenomenal um on to big and little screens oh, yeah, i mean i've seen some rooms where i'm like yo there's some pink puffy bullshit i mean hello kitty posters and ch- very little i'm afraid would you like to- he's looking at you kid come on let's shag ass so for big screens um my recommendation would be duel it's a very very interesting movie imagine a world where you can basically buy a double a clone of yourself you teach that clone you try to pass on all your traits and you know you go on to the the next life Meanwhile, that clone gets to live and pick back up the pieces where you left off. That's all I will say. Keep in mind the main character or the actress that's playing the main character is the lady from Guardians of the Galaxy. That is uh, Nebula. I wish I could remember her name off the top. I can't. But Nebula definitely kills it. Um, Once again, fantastic, fantastic concept. I love it. Especially with the foreshadowing. I can't wait to rewatch that one. Another movie I'm not going to highly recommend. But I will recommend it. Because my daughter and I sat down and watched it. 
and we definitely had our moments of laughter and like, eh. um, Morbius. I know people. I know Morbius definitely shit it and stank up the movie theaters and <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes and all that greatness. But I will say, if you can ignore all of the <laughs> all of the critics and opinions that went into that movie, and just enjoy it without taking it seriously. It's, it's, it's alright, you know, it's alright The action is, is alright The graphics are phenomenal And the acting is, uh, yeah Yeah, it is what it is Um, yeah <laughs> um, For Little Screen I think for Little Screen I'm just adding more TV shows I know I just added Star Trek Um, the animated show I've added the Oroville Um, I'm trying to think Is there anything else that I've recently added Oh, Static Shock for my my black and brown sisters, well, more so my black people. If you know, you know, okay. But yes, I have Static Static Shock, the complete series. Moving on for literature. For literature, currently I'm reading *Man's Search for Meaning* by Victor E. Frankel. Uh, after you know having multiple therapy sessions and conversations with my therapist and whatnot. She recommended a book, and so far, so good. So, yeah, that's that with that. And last but not least, for the Blur Talk Gamers Huddle. So, for games this time around... I'm just, I've, I've really just been playing uh, Ghost of Toshima, Director's Cut, but I've also added a new game titled Disco Elysium, the final cut. Um, it's like a, you know, point and click game with, what's the art style? I'm trying to think of the art style. Um, it's like a point and click game with, uh, is it watercolor? Watercolor art style, but it's like... I don't know. It's like a psychological mystery. Best way to explain that. Yeah, it's like a psychological mystery. It has won many awards, and I'm happy to be one of the newcomers to get that experience. Uh, for news, honestly, man, with this mass shooting being, you know, heavy on my heart, I, I don't feel I don't feel the need to highlight anything else when it comes to news. Uh, for scrolls, man. For scrolls. Out of all the things you could have shape-shifted into, you chose to be a donkey, a dumbass, and an asshole. And for that, you are the scroll of the week. For scrolls, I gotta be honest. Uh, my scrolls for this week has to be our elected officials in the NRA. Once again, I, fuck it, it's not even once again. I'm not even gonna explain it. But yes, you are my scrolls of the week. As for the marathon winner of the week, or marathon winners of this week. The marathon, it just stands for endurance. It stands for staying down. It stands for like not quitting, accepting the ups and downs of whatever game you commit yourself to. I think that anybody could apply the marathon concept to what they do, if it's sports, if it's fashion, if it's music, um, if it's hustling, whatever. I gotta highlight myself, man. Like, yeah, I got to highlight myself. I've been putting in work to be okay and to be stable and to be happy. And in a world where we are our toughest critic, I learned to be kind to myself. And I will say this out loud. I love myself 
And matter of fact, you know what? We're going to swap that. For every person that's listening right now, you are a marathon winner. Okay? But in order for you to really, really enjoy that, I just need you to practice this with me. You don't got to say it out loud. You can say it in your mind. I know I may be crazy for saying this out loud, and that's okay. The craziest people be having some of the craziest success, so it's okay. But if you can, just tell yourself, I love you. Tell yourself that. Like, pause the fucking podcast, do whatever you have to do, and tell yourself that. Say that shit and mean that shit. And I say this out loud. I love myself because I am me, and nobody else is better than me. Or should I say nobody can do me better than I can? (laughs) Um, With that being said, for my blessing, as we exit from this episode for this week. uh, Let me think, let me think, let me think. For this week's blessing, all I can say is be vigilant, be safe. And, you know, if you're a parent, please, please take some time out, you know, whether you do this every day or you don't take some time out to look your kid in the eye and tell them how much you love them and give them the tightest hug you can possibly give with the juiciest kiss on their forehead that will leave them saying ill. But definitely just display your love, whether it's through time, actions or all the above, just just tell your people you love them man and with that being said people until next time peace